This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. We're rolling our way through our holiday kitchen party, or shall I say, kitchenless party. But <laughs> folks, we've got that feel for you. We've got some more poll responses here from Ramya. We're choosing the fruitcake versus the Yule log. Rum? Oh, God, this was hella controversial. So three <laughs> votes for food cake, uh, fruitcake, nine for Yule log. And I will say the people who chose fruitcake were very kind. The people who chose Yule log always had some snide remark about how yucky the well, fruitcake is. Well, remember David Arrington? Did you count him already, too? In that? Uh, no. Ten, right? So he ten. Did ten. My oh, goodness. Oh. Double digits. That's a first. Uh, okay. One for rum fruitcake. We already talked about that, right? Yes, Black cake, sure. rum cake. Okay. And then uh, there's some fun, uh, honorable commentary here. Andy says, Yule log, because my dad was a baker and made hundreds every holiday. Uh, as kids, we ate many damaged goods, in air quotes. And Eliza says that her ancestors, her Italian ancestors, would disown her if uh, she didn't pick fruitcake. So it kind of seems like a resentful vote. And Sarah Hillis <laughs> says that it's got to be fruitcake, mince pies or Christmas pudding. And there are also these very strange candies called Misty Mints. She loves oh. them, but she doesn't know where they come from, where they are now, if you can find them anywhere, or if any part of them are actually mint, because it tastes like chocolate and mint all in one, but she doesn't know if it's real or not. Fantastic. A little bit scary. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Rum. Uh, is that, that's it? Or so do you got yep. another? That's it. Okay. Let's get on to gardening, folks. We bring on Susan Kearney. Hello, I'm Susan Kearney. Join me on Kelly and Ramya for the joy of gardening by using touch, taste, scent, and sound. Susan, we've been having a ball talking about some great Christmas plants, things that give us that feel. Today, we're talking about the surprise saffron crocus and Christmas plants that you have. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I, I'm going to step in with the, the Misty Mints. I remember those too, and I think you might be able to get them at shops that sell um, British candy. Ah, <laughs> makes sense. What were they oh. like? Sue? Yeah. Well, you know what they they were um, they were yes chocolate, but with um, uh, layers of um, cre creamy creamy mint. Um, in them, okay. and yes, I'm not, I'm not probably a lot of food coloring too. Not really right. sure, but yes, I <laughs> I do I do remember those. And yes, I think um, where um, the British can British candies. I think you might be able to get them at um, shops Any like that. store. Wow, that's cool. Yes, yes. That's great. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. That's a wonderful. Because I don't quite remember them. I'm sure I've floated, seen them around, but who knows? Mm -hmm. So, where do you want to start today? Well, I'm going to start with my. Um, I, I found it a really, a, a lovely gift. Um, the, um, my, my uh, saffron crocus gave us one beautiful, big purple bloom, and uh, mm. we got four strands of saffron out of it. Um, it's orange, and uh, we've used two of the strands and put them into uh, an airtight container to keep them fresh. And uh, and we've been using them. So I, I've got a lot of growth in the um, two large containers that I did of the saffron crocuses, but I have not actually um, only the one, only the 
one bloom. So, I, but I, I think that's a lovely gift. That is. Yeah. So how big? Yeah. Yeah, how very big is it? I'm proud of that plant. Oh, it was about the size of a very small, um, very small cup. Um, they opened okay. up. Uh, yeah, it was. It, it opened up to be quite about the size of a very small little little teacup, uh, about that size, maybe a little smaller than that. But that's what it reminded me of when it when it mm. opened up. Very delicate. I did have to get someone to help me take out the saffron uh, because it's all the stamens in the saffron. They feel the same, uh, sort of stringy in the center. So we had to get. Um, the, I had to get someone to help me take those out, but uh, it, that was that was very exciting. A lovely gift. Nice. Oh, nice. Mm. Yeah. So you want to talk about some of the? Um, it, this is kind of part two, right, Susan? We were talking about gifts, yeah. plants that may be gifted to you through the holidays, caring for them, yeah. uh, and it makes yeah. a lot of sense. I'm actually taking care of some of these plants right now for a neighbor who's out of town, so that's like a temporary <laughs> gift. So what are we talking? Succulents. Okay, succulents. Um, <clears throat> I find um, gifting a, a succulent is is a good plant because it they're, is. They're yes, they're easy. They're easy to take care of. Uh, they're not fussy at all. Uh, they like their. Um, they don't need a tremendous amount of watering, so that's that's a good thing, and and they're very. Fun. You can take off a little bit of um, a branch of a succulent and put that into soil. Uh, I often will start mine in water, but you can put it right into the succulent soil, and um, it, it will grow. Uh, and they're they're rather amazing, and they're mm -hmm. also fun to touch. I um, was just going to ask you about the textures. Yeah. They have the most. Yeah, they do. Different sh the leaves can be different shapes. Um, they 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 feel really interesting. There's, I, I've actually got one of which I do not know the name of, uh, but it's actually furry, <laughs> and I don't know the name. I don't know the name of it. Someone gave it to me uh, about a year ago, and it was slow growing, uh, but. Um, when you touch its leaves and even its stems, it's it's kind of furry. Now it, it will um, the 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 fuzzy parts. If you brush it the wrong way, it will stick on on, on your hands, and it's a little bit a little bit painful. You have to wash your hands. But uh, if if you know which way to um, touch the the leaf, it's it's not so bad. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, yeah it's almost like. Cool. Petting like a pet or like some creatures the wrong way, like you just like a, like yeah. petting a porcupine the wrong way. Um, <laughs> yeah. Suze, can yeah. you tell a lot of difference in succulents? Like as you know them, if you go and touch someone else's say, can you say, oh, this is so and so? In in most cases, because of the distinctness. Well, no, you know, um, I don't know many of the names, and I suppose that somebody who actually grows succulents all all the time. I have a tremendous amount of them. I. I think I have about 40 or 50 now, um, probably even more than that, and, and many more sitting in pots of water to be um, planted because uh, I just keep on taking pieces off them and, and growing them. I don't know a lot of the names of them, but they, that is one thing that I, I, I've never actually researched that, and I do remember one time buying a very large tray of different types of succulents, at um, at Canada Blooms, and bringing it home, 
and they were, they were all in little tiny wee pots and repotting them and growing them and um, some of them I still have some I've given away as um, as gifts but uh, I don't even think the person selling them knew all the different um, the the different names of them they're they're a fun plant uh, they're they're sort of in between a cactus and um, and and plants that are not succulents. Excellent. Um, anything else with them, or where do you want to go now, Suze? Well, um, I, I thought maybe it's rather interesting. If if you want to start, uh, let's say, a, a young person off on figuring out what they would like to uh, grow, mm-hmm. um, or even having a plant in their in in their own room, uh, they can take care of. Um, succulents are a very good idea, and the reason being is that they're if you knock one of the leaves off, you just pick that up, put that back in the soil, it will grow. So that's not going to upset a, a, a young person who just accidentally might knock a, a leaf off. It's not going to bother them. Um, if they forget to water it uh, for a week, it's not going to hurt that plant because uh, once you put water in, they usually bounce back. Uh, also, they're, they're fun to um, have. Uh, on a on a windowsill or on your desk, and they don't give discouragement. Let's put it that way. So, right, so I, I right. think if you want to start off a young person to get them interested in growing something, um, interested in looking after a plant, I I suggest uh, going with uh, a, a succulent. Okay, I they, really they hold a lot of water in those. Yeah. Yeah, which can be, you know, can be worrying if you're not necessarily used to it, thinking, uh, is this okay? Um, But, uh, Susan, I really do enjoy that um, kind of gift version of succulents you can get now. Like, there's so many cute containers or rocks, like they carve into rocks where uh, you can put the succulents in. Also, like, you can buy things that look really, really nicely put together, arrangements of succulents uh, of different varieties. So there's... And like you said, like you've been saying this entire conversation, it is one of the easier things to gift someone, even if they're not sure that they can carry a plant forward. (laughs) Yes, that's that's right. And and when you're talking about the the rocks, um, because you can get some really pretty colored, um, colored like different stones, and then just put the succulents in. in And and also, yeah, different shapes of, um, I I do know that um, a a few months ago, someone told me they were at a wedding, and and someone gave them uh, heart-shaped, Everybody got these little gifts of a heart-shaped container with a little succulent in it. Now, I thought that was rather cool. So yeah. sweet. And there was well, no especially soil, with the durability, in, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah, and it's nice to get something living. It's mm. it's it's a cool thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I think what you I love what you said about a room, especially someone going off to university or college who may just want something in there to not have to worry because they're going to forget. And, and that's the thing about it all. <laughs> Suze, as usual, this is splendid. Um, the best yeah. to you. I know you've done a lot of uh, yeah. <clears throat> centerpiece work and stuff like that. We've benefited from them. The best of the holidays to all of you. Yes, and to you, too. Talk to you in the new year and continue these wonderful yeah. conversations. Our gardener, Sue Kearney, joining us on Fridays right here on Kelly and Rumya.
Another holiday question before we go to break here, folks. Mm -hmm. Rum, could you handle this one? Describe your favorite or least favorite Christmas sweater. What did you get in responses to this? We got some adorable and sentimental answers to this question, okay? So Andy Frank, also known as Mr. F around here, uh, manager of AMI-audio, wrote a nice one. He said that the one that I wear around the Christmas holiday parties features three glasses of red wine and has two tartan red and black pockets at my hips, which I always joke is for my smokes, eh? Also, <laughs> Marcus McCracken, our accessible gaming contributor, says, I don't get Christmas sweaters, and honestly, I'm grateful for that because I've seen some of them that people do get, and no, not for me. Caitlin from our control room says, my favorite Christmas sweater was a gift from my dad. He is a massive Star Wars fan, and for Christmas one year, he got my family all matching Baby Yoda Christmas sweaters. It's nice. got a big portrait <laughs> of Baby Yoda in the middle, some other Star Star Wars-themed images and graphics, and the words, all I want for Christmas is Baby Yoda. That sounds cute, not tacky at all. And then we got just like a whole bunch of responses um, shouting out, you know, lights, Christmas lights on the front, and people saying, I don't have Christmas sweaters, but if I did, they would have lights on them. So, you know, the tackier, the better kind of thing, right? Just leaning right into it. Funny you said that because that's what I was thinking if I had any, but I wouldn't want someone to give me one because I would not be able to tell how seriously ugly it might be. However, it doesn't have to be ugly. Some of those are just, like you said, so sentimental. Do you yeah, have any? sentimental. No, I don't. But it, that reminds me, one I didn't mention was from Beth Deer, who will join us later in the show. She said that her favorite is the one that her partner Cody wears that he knit himself in high school. It sounded nice. very colorful from the description. It, she said it clearly doesn't fit him anymore, but he puts it on, squeezes into it every year. Here. Oh, fantastic. And that's the joyous of it. It doesn't matter. It's a Christmas mm -hmm. sweater. On the other side of the break, folks, Google will turn off cookies for 30 million people in January. What does this mean? And should we be concerned about it? John Beeler has the details for us on our app update next. Stick around and learn something new. Kelly and Ramya return with more in a moment. Hi, I'm Stephen Scott. Join me every day for Double Tap. It's a show where we occasionally talk about technology for blind and partially sighted people. You'll find us wherever you get your podcasts.